Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hello and welcome to a Wednesday live right here on the early line on SportsGrid and all across the SportsGrid network. That includes SportsGrid.com slash watch. Find your favorite destination to consume everything all across the grid. I am Ben Stevens. He is Donnie Wrightside. We are together for these next three hours up until 11 a.m. Eastern time live right here on the grid. Postseason baseball continues on. Both of the championship series now, Donnie, have reached two games and two teams take a 2-0 series lead. We get ready for game number three tonight in Arlington in the ALCS. The Rangers return home with a 2-0 series advantage and DRS this time a month in Philadelphia is known as Red October and the Phils keep it rolling courtesy of the long ball once again last night at the bank. Donnie, a ton to get to here in these three hours. Good to be with you on TEL. Let's get after it. And yes, the bank was jumping last night. 10 to nothing was the final as it ended up. And it looks like we might have a quick path to the World Series in both the AL and also the NL. But still a long way to go in both of those series. We'll see if these teams can turn the tide. And also, it's called about turning the tide of the NFL. Game start up once again tomorrow night for week number seven. And away we go. Game day eve once again in the National Football League. We'll get you ready for weekend number eight, the third Saturday in October in college football as well. But Donnie, game number two of the NLCS last night in Philadelphia between the Phillies and the Diamondbacks. Merrill Kelly got the start for Arizona. Merrill Kelly was one of the pitchers for Team USA in the World Baseball Classic. Merrill Kelly poked a bear a little bit entering last night's game number two in Philly at the bank one of the best atmospheres ever saying that maybe it would resemble what they saw in Miami in the game against Venezuela well Philadelphia ticked that personally and the bats once again for the fills as we welcome in quickly our sports grid radio audience here hour number one of a wednesday live on the early line sirius xm channel 159 all of our radio terrestrial affiliates now in the fold as well he is donnie i am ben and you saw it right there the phillies put up a 10 spot they blanked the diamondbacks on the other side 10 nothing to victory drs for the fightings philadelphia now holds a 2-0 series lead in the national league championship series yeah, maybe it just wasn't as loud yesterday because the Diamondbacks just didn't perform at all, and it was a 10 to nothing runaway. But the ball got lifted early with Trey Turner. Yesterday, had some pretty good handicaps here on the show. I told you, Kyle Schwarber is going to go yard as my best bet of the night. He left twice yesterday. Also, Trey Turner, yep. who started the game off with a kind of comical error. Like, man, what are you doing? But made up for it right away with a solo blast to get the party started. The Philadelphia Phillies are the better team overall. Are we surprised by a 2-0 lead for the Philadelphia Phillies? No, we're not. Maybe just a little bit surprised that yesterday was a 10 to nothing final as they ship off to Arizona. Big win for the Philadelphia Phillies, red hot at the right time. DRS Philly right now 5-0 and at home throughout this postseason run. Make that 6-0 and at home throughout this postseason run. They have scored 39 runs in total in those six games. Red October at the bank is feeling good. We'll get you ready as well for game number three tonight in Arlington in the American League Championship Series. Now some NFL news and notes here in the middle of the week as a new game week is on the horizon. Week number seven in the NFL and Donnie speaking of Philadelphia the birds adding some reinforcements to their wide receiver core ahead of a huge offensive showdown on Sunday night football against the Miami Dolphins welcome 
Julio Jones signing a one-year deal with Philadelphia DRS. Yes, maybe past his prime, but still certainly will factor into this Philly offense needing some reinforcements at the wide receiver spot. It can't hurt, and I guess that's what the Eagles are looking at. And also remind ourselves, last year, the Eagles aren't afraid to go outside of the organization, pick up some big-name guys with some big egos, and bring them into the locker room, which is what they're doing with Julio Jones. Do we expect a lot from Julio in Philadelphia? Not necessarily, but another red zone target and a veteran presence there can certainly help the team. I'm not saying it's going to be a great signing, but again, it doesn't hurt. It can only have upside. Yeah, absolutely so. Some injuries along that wide receiver core as well for Philly. And A.J. Brown loves Julio Jones. He calls him his big brother. He is a mentor. They are back together in Philadelphia. Donnie, both of the unbeaten teams entering the Sunday slate of week number six suffered their first loss, the Eagles to the Jets, and of course San Francisco on the road in Cleveland. But what was worse for San Fran was following the game, injuries to some of their key offensive pieces. Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, and maybe most concerning even Trent Williams the left tackle well reports yesterday from ESPN's Adam Schefter none of the injuries to the 49ers standouts on offense CMC Debo Samuel Trent Williams are considered long term each has a chance to be ready for Monday night in Minnesota though we will see what happens the rest of the week so some good news for the 49ers DRS avoiding anything significant the rest of the way yeah, maybe losing the battle, but winning the war here because you're going to need them for the backstretch of the season. If they miss a week or two, so be it. That's football. A lot of really good quality football players miss a week-to-week -week game here and there in the NFL just due to injury, but also dodging a bullet. I still think even without Christian McCaffrey, they probably can walk into Minnesota and come away with a victory. Six and a half point spread right now. I think if Christian McCaffrey and Debo are ruled in, that number probably goes north of a touchdown up north against Minnesota on Monday night. DRS, we're only one game, one day away, though, from a new game day in the NFL to kick off week number seven. The Jacksonville Jaguars on the road in New Orleans. And on this short week, Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback, listed as day-to-day -day for the Jags. But told reporters yesterday, the knee is improving greatly. He believes he might be able to give it a go tomorrow night in the Big Easy. Yeah, he's probably going to want to give it a go. That's what football players do. Even if they're injured, they want to be out there with their teammates here. I don't know if it's in the best interest of the Jacksonville Jaguars for that to happen. And then we always point to Thursday Night Football. If this game was Sunday, probably Ben wouldn't even be having this conversation. An extra couple days to recover, he would start and probably be fine. It'll be interesting here on the road. And it brought up yesterday, grass versus turf. Grass in Jacksonville, yep. they're not playing at home. They're on the road playing in a dome on turf. That should not help that knee situation. Currently, the Saints a three-point favorite. The line has moved, though, based on the reports around Trevor Lawrence. Elsewhere in the league office, a good day for the commish. Roger Goodell officially signing a contract extension that is expected to run through 2027 DRS. That will take Goodell to over 20 years serving as the NFL's commissioner. And look, maybe, oh, I can't stand the commissioner. Goodell, he's an idiot. He's not an idiot to the owners there every single year. The price of the brick goes higher on franchise yep. fees as well as getting television rights. If he's making you money, you're going to keep him there. They're not going to vote him in for 20 years if he's losing money. They don't have confidence. Roger Goodell is doing the job for the NFL exactly the way they want it. DRS into October. The great thing about college football, you don't have to wait till Saturday for week eight to begin. Conference USA action last night in the Liberty Flames. Stay perfect this year as well. Now 7-0 for Liberty in the first year under Jamie Chadwell. It was a scare last night for the Flames, but they do win 42-35 over their team total of 35.5 that we told you through my laughter after DRS saying to us yesterday for his best mm -hmm. bet. And Donnie, the day after the men's college basketball preseason poll is released the top 25 for women's hoops also released and the defending national champs the lsu tigers tops in the country caitlin park in iowa number three more of pel up next sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem uh, reese's you did it you stumped this charming devil 
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to this Wednesday live right here on the early line on SportsGrid. I am Ben. He is Donnie and the Philadelphia Phillies have a 2-0 series advantage in the National League Championship Series. DRS two wins away for Philadelphia from claiming their second consecutive NL pennant playing in their second straight World Series. Last night, the home run, big once again. 10-0. The Phils blank the Arizona Diamondbacks. They get to Merrill Kelly very early on. And Donnie, when you think about what we have seen in the games in Philadelphia, displayed here in the National League Championship Series, the home run has benefited Philadelphia in a large way. The offense has been rolling, and you throw out your two aces, Zach Wheeler and Aranola, and you get those two results as you are playing for a pennant it is picture perfect in Philadelphia right now it's almost incredible to watch it play out because we always knew the Phillies were good we knew they were good last year they didn't play all that well in the summer they got hot in the playoffs but you can look at that lineup and go there's a lot of superstars out here there's a lot of really good pitchers yes they can go the distance now they didn't last year losing to Houston this year it's almost a repeat the Atlanta Braves were the best team in baseball throughout the entire summer but the Philadelphia Phillies just lying in wait there saying let's just play our best baseball and be healthy by the playoffs which they are but you know what I didn't factor on here the offense just to be you know a powder keg every single night where it's like who cares if anybody's on base anybody can go deep and it feels like anybody is going deep but also on the opposite side pitching wise we knew Zach Wheeler is a really good pitcher we know Aaron Nola has it in the gas tank to be a quality pitcher as well never did I think that you would be lining up in the playoffs with basically two Cy Young caliber pitchers going night in and night out because it's one thing if the offense is bashing you into oblivion it's another thing when then you're trying to go and say I can't even hit these two pitchers it almost looks unfair and if anybody just wakes up and sees the final score yesterday from the bank at 10 to nothing and you say to yourself it sounds about right because if you're watching these games Nolan Wheeler yeah. unhittable and the Phillies offense is just carrying the day here we'll see what you get at a Rangers Suarez in game number three but you're built in the playoffs and you say it all summer long can you get there with a solid one-two punch the Phillies were there with maybe the best one-two punch in the major leagues right now by a wide margin it's impressive to watch And DRS will talk about the one-two punch in favor of Philly and what it means for the Diamondbacks now moving forward as we will head to downtown Phoenix for game number three. But, Donnie, let's highlight what the Philadelphia Phillies are doing offensively. A perfect 6-0 at the best atmosphere in postseason baseball, Citizens Bank Park. They have scored 39 total runs in the sixth game at home throughout this red October run as well. Donnie, 15 home runs as a team in the last four games. That is a Major League Baseball record. Kyle Schwarber, who was a little bit quiet as his teammates were hitting the long ball in the first two series, the wild card round against Miami, even in the National League Division Series against the Atlanta Braves. Now, three home runs in only two games here in the NLCS. Two home runs last night, DRS. He has eight 18 in his Major League Baseball postseason career. Kyle Schwarber now ties Mr. October. That would be Reggie Jackson for the most home runs, 18 of those dingers for a lefty in postseason baseball history. Philadelphia, Donnie, is not just performing well. Philadelphia is not just exceeding expectation offensively. Philadelphia, Donnie, day after day is making history in the very long history books of Major League Baseball, and we are seeing that at the bank virtually on a nightly basis. 
Yes, we are. And also, sometimes it's not just the superstars coming up big. I told you, Kyle Schwarber is needed for the Philadelphia Phillies if they want to excel. It looks like he's woken up. But also, it's not so much the top of the lineup. It's even the bottom of the lineup. Yeah. JT Ramuto hitting 300 out of the six hole. Nick Castellanos, 345 out of the seven. Marsh, 350 out of the eight hole. If you're turning over the lineup with that type of stuff here to get the Schwarber, Turner, Harper, and Bohm, that's really, really good for the Phillies because typically you're yeah. looking to be the table setter as if it was Kyle Schwarber. Now, if you're getting guys on base for Kyle Schwarber, you're saying you have to pitch to him. You can't pitch around him on that second wave through the lineup. I'm just impressed yeah. with what I'm seeing overall because the Phillies, even bringing the defense, Bohm is known as not a great defender at third base. Looks like he's Brooks Robinson all of a sudden. Even Bryce Harper chiming in at first base, playing a quality first base, and he's only been there for roughly two dozen games here. It's amazing yeah. what the Phillies are turning into when the bright lights are on. The superstars are showing up for the Phillies, and last night was evidence. That was a pasting here. And also, in the back of the Phillies' mind, let's just say disaster happens out in Arizona. You know what? They can't even win the series. It still comes back to Citizens Bank ballpark. Worst-case scenario, 3-2. to two. Not to say it's even coming back there, but that's got to be yeah. on your mind. You handled your business. Go take care of it in Arizona. If you need to come back to Philadelphia, it's always there and waiting. DRS, Alec Bohm, who infamously last year was struggling at yep. that hot corner and mouth that was caught on a camera in a game against the Mets. I effing hate it here. Now is Philadelphia's favorite. Web gem after web gem last night and a couple of RBIs as well. Alec Bohm, the Omaha kid, stepping up in a big way. In DRS, you mentioned JT Real Muto. As consistent as you will find behind the ditch, a dish at the catcher position, three RBIs last night at some insurance as Philly pulled away in a big way late for that 10-0 victory. But let's go back to the bump, Donnie, because Aaron Nola, for the second time in his three postseason starts here this October, pitches shut out baseball. Seven innings or six innings of work last night, only allowing three hits, striking out seven, not allowing a single earned run. Merrill Kelly found all found out all he needed to know about the bank last night in Philly. Four earned runs in only five and two thirds. And Donnie, that is the difference to me. We heard it from Craig Mish yesterday previewing game number two, saying it was a must-win for Arizona. Not just to even the series heading back to Phoenix, but because there is a large drop-off from Zach Gallen and Merrill Kelly to the rest of this Diamondback starting staff. Brandon Fott is probably going to get the start in game number three. Listen, there's a drop-off on Philly's side as well, but Ranger Suarez has been stepping up in a big way in both of these Red October runs for Philadelphia that's why it was so important for either Gallon or Kelly to eke out a victory in one of these first two games Donnie of the NLCS in fact it was Wheeler and Nola showing them that we're the best one-two punch here in the National League and could it have been different, Ben? This is what we always go over as well. We talk about, oh, it's not fair to rest a couple days. Both of these teams were rested a few days. But I can't get back to can't get back to enough that series against the Atlanta Braves. If you don't close it out, you burn Zach Wheeler in game number five, which means let's just say yeah. the Phillies won that game and then come home. It's Aaron Nola in the mound for game one, which you like, but you're already starting at Ranger Suarez, would have went up against Merrill Kelly. Advantage probably is Arizona Diamondbacks. Now, we don't know how that game would have actually turned out, but do you see the need there? Handle your business and set up your yeah. rotation. Is this all about your one and two starters, getting them to pitch the most available times they can in leverage situations will put your team ahead? Sure, you would like Zach Wheeler in any game, but isn't it better to have Zach Wheeler in a game that's 0-0 for the series or down 0-1 or maybe a big pivotal game three you must win? It's much, much easier, even though we expect big things from these pitchers. They also, yeah. same thing, Ben. Would you rather be a pitcher pitching in a 3-1 count or a 1-2 count? It's a similar scenario. You have the advantage, and the pressure is not so ratcheted up at that point here. The Phillies were rested, and so were the Diamondbacks. The Phillies' top two yeah. bullets just got it done, though. And that's the important part for Arizona as well. They closed out L.A. in three so that they could have Zach Allen and Merrill Kelly start games one and two yep. in the National League Championship Series. It just didn't work their way because they're playing against the hottest team in the National League right now. Maybe Donnie, the best team in baseball, who has that postseason pedigree in search of their second consecutive National League pennant. And the odds say that is coming to Philadelphia pretty, pretty soon. Minus 820 now is the series. Series outright number in favor of the Phils. The series correct score market has Philadelphia pulling off the sweep, winning the next two games in Arizona, plus 260. It's the shortest and most likely price, Donnie. 
Yes, correct. And I do believe that's going to be the case here as we play out all the way through. But if we're just being honest with ourselves, the collision course between the Rangers and the Phillies, Ooh. I just... For, for baseball's sake, let's not end these series in four, even though I'm a Phillies fan. I would love to see that happen. I don't need all the days off here. Let's have regular series here, close them in six, and get started for an unbelievable World Series. I'm looking forward to it a lot, Ben. Against two teams that are playing better than anybody else in MLB right now, the Rangers a slight plus 110 favorite to win the World Series, Philadelphia plus 115. I'm going to go bet the Phils right now. We'll see you in a few. Ooh. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It is a Wednesday live right here on the early line on SportsGrid. I am Ben. He is Donnie. In DRS, game day eve once again in the National Football League. Week number seven starts tomorrow on a Thursday night in NOLA. It's the New Orleans Saints and the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll look at that game and where the odds have been moving based on the availability of the quarterback for the Jags, Trevor Lawrence, in just a moment. But the big news yesterday around the National Football League, the Philadelphia Eagles, after suffering their first loss of the year, adding some reinforcements to their receivers. Not because of the loss against the New York Jets, but just needing some additional depth. Julio Jones now signed by Philadelphia to a one-year contract. DRS, we last saw Julio playing with Tom Brady last year in Tampa Bay, played 10 games for the Bucs, had just shy of 30 grabs. Listen, it's year number 13 now for Julio Jones in the National Football League. He is not the same wide receiver that he was or the talent he was in Atlanta for his decade playing with the Falcons, but Donnie, he's at at least the guy you have to consider if he's lining up on the football field. He is a guy you have to consider because why the Eagles aren't looking for Julio Jones to come in and be the savior, but can you turn the clock back to 2015 when he had 1,871 yards receiving? It's a veteran guy in the room. You have some injuries at the position. You bring in somebody who can help you out in the red zone. Give him specific packages. He doesn't have to run 45 routes an entire football game. That's what he's there for here. So there's no complaints. There's all upside, but it did catch me off guard. Yesterday, as Kevin and I were wrapping up Moneyline at 3 o'clock, we just got off the air, and I look at my Twitter feed and go, now, hold on. Is this a joke? Like, I had to check, like, two separate feeds here because out of nowhere, Julio Jones signs with the Philadelphia Eagles when there was no chatter about this. There was no technical need for it here. It was just kind of interesting. But then gets your wheels spinning, like, what can he be? Can he help the Philadelphia Eagles out? And how long will he play? And who knows if he's even going to last the season or just one of those quick Band-Aids here. I do think it'll help in the locker room, another veteran presence here. As I said last year, the Philadelphia Eagles brought in multiple defensive linemen, including Adamic yeah. and Sue, to try to get on your way and maybe compete and see if you can have something is a little bit higher up of a grade in the locker room but it can't hurt i don't love the move i don't hate the move we'll just see about the move ben 
Yeah, it's listen, when you look at what Julio Jones has done, yeah. again, year number 13, he is going to be a Hall of Famer. He will be in Canton one day. His bust will be there in my estimation. You look at the numbers, the RS, 1,300, 13,000, excuse me, 629 career receiving yards for Julio Jones, the most of any active NFL player. And that is what Julio brings in. And for Philly, Donnie, like you said, what is the upside? Well, they placed Quez Watkins earlier this week on the IR. They're just looking for a little bit of depth. No, Julio Jones is not going to be placing A.J. Brown as their number one target. No, he's not going to keep Devontae Smith off the field. He's not even going to get more target share than Dallas Goddard, the tight end. He is just there to provide depth and balance and probably some veteran guidance to a young wide receiver room, which is only a benefit for Jalen Hurts and Philadelphia in the long run. I like the move, Donnie, and it makes A.J. Brown, who loves Julio from their time together in Tennessee, all that much more happy, which is a good thing as well. No, Julio Jones is not going to move the number. No, Julio Jones does not make the Eagles a bigger favorite on Sunday night football. No, Julio Jones does not make Philadelphia a truer contender for an NFC title but he does add some benefit and again when you look at the stats 13,629 receiving yards in his career 63 touchdown grabs a seven-time pro bowler a five-time all-pro wide receiver and a member of the all-decade team from the 2010s in the National Football League again Donnie those 13,629 receiving yards the most of any active NFL player that at least is a benefit to Philadelphia Yes, it is a benefit, and that's what you're looking at. Again, there's no, hey, man, that's a five-year, $100 million contract. No, it's not. It's veteran minimum that's going to mean prorated to the 2023 season. Whatever you get out of him would be a plus. He's not clogging up the roster, and you're forced to cut a player because you wanted to bring in Julio Jones. There is a need here for a wide receiver. They picked up one who's been there, done that before, and maybe he can give him a boost. And also, sometimes it recharges the batteries for some of these guys. Yeah. Staying healthy on the sideline, waiting and working out to get your opportunity, and the opportunity didn't come with, let's just say, the Houston Texans or you know the Indianapolis Colts that are saying like look you got to be the guy on the outside because we just don't have anything left you can come in and be yourself and contribute where he needs to be and also if he is healthy he is going to make a big play or two down the stretch we say hey look no that was a really good signing here a third and 12 you know where he gets a 14 yard play why because you can just post you up he's bigger and stronger than you are we'll see how it plays out yeah. here it doesn't hurt the Philadelphia Eagles and it's intriguing whenever a big name goes to a big football team you're like okay let me see this play out we've seen it play out before in some instances not so good and also some instances where it worked out well I think it's a positive move for the Eagles we'll see if it pays dividends over the next couple of weeks Again, he is not the guy he was back in 2018. He's not the Julio Jones of 2015 yeah. leading the National Football League in receiving yards each of those two seasons. Donnie, you look at the last two years, right? A member of the Titans in 2021, a member for the Buccaneers last year in 2022. Even last year, Donnie, only 10 games in Tampa. 24 grabs, 299 yards, two touchdowns. If you get that production out of Julio Jones... That's a benefit alongside Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. A two-point favorite. That's what Philly is. Sunday night in a huge Sunday night football game at the link against the Miami Dolphins. Two of the five teams around the NFL that post a 5-1 and one record following six weeks. The total since Julio was signed, Donnie, on the rise slightly. It's now 51.5, the largest for week number seven, which starts tomorrow night in New Orleans between the Jaguars and the Saints. Jacksonville DRS has won three straight games, two in London, one last weekend back at home in Jacksonville against Indianapolis, but late in that football game, Trevor Lawrence was injured. He had an MRI on his knee earlier this week. He's listed as day-to-day, -day, which often, Donnie, means, okay, not significant. He'd probably be ready to go for the following game. Just so happens that day-to-day -day is a compacted day schedule with Thursday night football being tomorrow. But Trevor Lawrence spoke to the media yesterday at practice saying his knee is, his knee is getting better and better day by day and feels pretty good at the moment he is optimistic that he will play on Thursday night football Donnie short week for the Jags they're the only team in the AFC South with a winning record if Trevor Lawrence is not 95 percent do you think he plays tomorrow night against the Saints 
Yes, I do. I mean, granted, they probably would have already ruled him out, or you know, I don't think there's gamesmanship going on. Like, hey, let's just put him out there and you know, show a couple pictures that he's on the field, so they have to prepare for Trevor Lawrence. But as you saw, some of those graphics coming across your screen, every one of those is Trevor Lawrence on the move. Why? Because he's an athletic quarterback, and that's part of his game: rifle arm, smart in the pocket, but the ability to escape and make plays with his feet. Is that going to be there? Also, let's remind ourselves: it's a Thursday night football game, so yes, the game plans aren't put in, and maybe that knee is going to flare up a little bit. This is a really good Saints defense he's also going up against with mm. a solid pass rush. We'll see if that plays into it. We're not worried about Trevor Lawrence shooting up for this football game and saying, okay, I'm just not as mobile, but it always comes in. Can you protect yourself here on plays that you used to be able to escape the pocket if you can't get out of the way? Now you're taking sacks. And the worst thing for the Jacksonville Jaguars, who I think by far are the best team overall in the AFC South, don't turn this into a, okay, if we sat him one week, he would be fine, but we decided to play him. Now it's a three- to four-week injury and maybe a lingering injury here. And that's what's most worrisome. But if we're taking a look at the odds makers at the FanDuel Sportsbook, yesterday at three, down to minus one for the Saints, that yep. means Trevor Lawrence is probably going to be playing in this football game. Yeah, absolutely so, Donnie. That has been the tale of this spread throughout the week. It opened at one. Then there was some doubt that Trevor Lawrence was play, would play after the news of the MRI. It was three yesterday in favor of New Orleans. Now, Trevor himself saying he feels optimistic about suiting up tomorrow night in New Orleans. It's down to one and a half, and the total has made its way back up to 39 and a hook. Listen, Trevor Lawrence might play in this football game. I'm not sure we're going to see a ton out of the Jaguars offensively if he's not fully 100% effective, Donnie. And even outside of that, short week, injury concern, you're not installing the offense in a big way. The Saints defense is great. We played trivia yet again following the lead of Mike Blewett for how many unders the Saints have played consecutively. All six this year, 11 dating back to last season in a row. I think we go under tomorrow night in Jack or in New Orleans between Jacksonville and the Saints just because 39 and a half I'm not entirely sure how we're going to see all that many points between these two teams tomorrow Donnie you mentioned it Trevor Lawrence has been mobile this year he's averaging virtually 25 yards per game on the ground it's been a component of how he has played quarterback this season against a good Saints pass rush I wonder how that looks tomorrow night in the Big Easy Yes, and that's the question that we're going to have. More leaning on Travis Etienne, but also just the element of surprise, right? Read option here. Hey, look, that quarterback's banged up. We're not going for that. We're going to bite on Travis Etienne every time because we think he's getting the football, whereas that wouldn't be the case if you're fully healthy. Sometimes you are playing a little bit of possum, though, because if we're talking about getting an MRI on your superstar quarterback and he's already out there for walkthroughs with a sleeve, we can anticipate he's going to be playing in this football game. Yeah. How banged up is he going to be? We technically won't know that. They're not going to share that with us, but you'll know early on in the first or second quarter maybe it's one of those times where the first pass rush that comes in Lawrence escapes and he looks clean it's like oh he's fully healthy they're just being you know precautionary out there with what we're saying before the game itself I, I think he's going to be fine for the game I really do but we won't know for sure until we watch him play in the first quarter 65 and a half is the rushing yards prop for Travis Etienne tomorrow, but he's also been featured a lot in the passing game. The rushing plus receiving yards prop is only out for Alvin Kamara, his counterpart on the other side for New Orleans. I would keep an eye on those numbers for Etienne. I think that's going to be a spot to look from a prop perspective for Thursday night football. Jacksonville enters this game, Donnie, four and two, two games above 500, the only team with a winning record in the AFC South, but the division not nearly as bad as we expected this season the Texans are three and three the Colts are three and three and the Titans are never going to make things easy at two and four Jacksonville back to a minus 150 odds on favorite to win the AFC South title college football conversations coming your way next sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem uh, Reese's you did it you stumped this charming devil 
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Weekend number eight is on the horizon in college football. The third Saturday in October, which means the weekend after Donnie, week number nine, is the final Saturday in October. Why is that significant? Because not long after, we will have our first rankings reveal from the College Football Playoff Selection Committee. How they deem the year is going in college football and what that means for a chase for a college football playoff national championship and what is reportedly the final year of four before so much changes next year in 2024 and an expanded 12-team college football playoff format. So, Donnie, before all of that, let's get you set by looking around the country at those national title odds, a futures focus to CFB. Now, all year long, Georgia was the favorite to win their third consecutive national championship. The Bulldogs hunting down three straight, something we had not seen in college football, Donnie, since 1934 through 1936 when the Minnesota Golden Gophers were able to accomplish that feat. A solo three-time back-to-back-to-back national champion. But this week, that started to change, not just because Georgia escaped once again in a game they were supposed to win by five scores, only beating Vanderbilt by 17 on the road, coming nowhere close to covering as a 32-and-a-half-point favorite, but more so, Donnie, because their outstanding and talented tight end, Brock Bowers, who is one of their main offensive pieces, is is now set to miss the remainder of this regular season four to six weeks what that will mean for Georgia we will see he could be back for the SEC title game the opening Saturday in December or beyond for Georgia if they reach a college football playoff but Donnie right now the Bulldogs are a co-favorite for the first time this year not a solo favorite any longer alongside the Michigan Wolverines plus 270 UGA and UM the top two teams in the AP poll as well, Donnie. Yeah, usually when you take a look at a top team in the nation, the Georgia Bulldogs, they lose one player outside the quarterback position. You're not even fretting about it. But the fact yeah. of the matter is how quality a player Bowers is and also the big part he plays in their offense overall and from a tight end position that can really be a game changer to open up everything else. It's one of those things where we want to see Georgia without Bowers to see how they can perform. And granted, a couple of the games we were worried about already with Brock Bowers in the lineup. Boy, is this offense ever going to turn it on for Georgia? Mm-hmm. Beck looks like he settled in for the Georgia Bulldogs. Good for them but we'll see those next two weeks here where you're trying to overcome and say well who's going to step up to the next level here at the tight end position or even an extra wide receiver that's going to have to do that I do agree that it's plus 270 piece, but this is the time where we get in our daily shot at Michigan. It's going to be awesome when they kick off their season November 11th here. I haven't seen anything from Michigan lately here because, quite frankly, they're just playing scrimmages here. Pretty crazy that a team at plus 270 hasn't kicked off yet, and they're just looking at what have been. You know, we talk about baseball. Oh, the buys, man. You don't want the buys. Michigan has had like seven straight buys. They're going to get another one this weekend, and then get this. Whoo! Bye week actually comes for them because they need it to play Purdue. Fantastic scheduling here by Michigan and the Big Ten. Yeah. Listen, DRS, there was some hope that this game, a rivalry game against Michigan State for the Paul Bunyan Trophy, would be a little bit more competitive. Of course, MSU is dealing with a tumultuous year in their college football program, not playing their best football. They're a 24-point home underdog in East Lansing on Saturday night against the Wolverines. But I will say this about Michigan, Donnie. Unlike Georgia to this point, and how quickly things can change from a significant Saturday perspective each and every week. Two weeks ago, Georgia finally 
covers for the first time this year, hammering Kentucky in a top 20 tilt, 51-13, covering as a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. Carson back through for nearly 300 yards in the first half. As the offense started to pick up, Beckett threw for three straight games of over 300 yards. Brock Bowers had at least 121 receiving yards in all three of those consecutive games. It seemed as though Georgia had found themselves offensively. We know the defense is going to be great. They were finally reasserting themselves as one of the most dominant sides in college football. And then last week happens. Brock Bowers' injury on top of that. Things seem a little bit more up in the air for the Bulldogs. Again, Based on the schedule, Georgia should be fine. An off week this week. Next Saturday, it's the world's largest outdoor cocktail party against Florida in Jacksonville. They have Missouri at home, and they get Ole Miss at home before what might be their most difficult game of the year on the road in Rocky Top against Tennessee. But Brock Bowers are not DRS. Georgia's going to be booked as at least a five and a half six and a half point favorite in every one of their games and one of the reasons that we said early in the year Donnie we appreciate what we do here from the odds perspective is there is an expectation set for a team of course Michigan is supposed to beat Indiana of course Georgia is supposed to blow out Vanderbilt but when you have the odds Donnie for what the team should win by and what that margin should truly represent to evaluate both teams perfectly Georgia has failed on expectation. Michigan has not. A perfect 3-0 and against the spread in their last three Big Ten games. They hammered Indiana on Saturday after the Hoosiers actually scored an early touchdown, which was shocking against the nation's best scoring defense. And, Donnie, this is my favorite stat of all the stats about how dominant Michigan's defense has been this year. They've only allowed nine red zone trips in total, in their seven games, they have not allowed a team to take a snap inside their 10-yard line. And in those nine red zone trips, Donnie, for the opposing offense, Michigan has allowed just one rushing touchdown and two other field goals. Three scores out of nine red zone trips are the only team in the country that has allowed only single-digit red zone trips to their opposition. Michigan is finding its dominant defensive groove, and J.J. McCarthy is playing very well on the other side. This Michigan team, Donnie, looks the part of a co-favorite for a national championship. Georgia, not so much at the moment. I mean, yes, and I, let's take the points on Michigan here. And Georgia, we'll see. If it was all about a tight end, you can't win a national championship. Because of that, how good was Georgia actually? But the fact of the matter is, we don't know how good Michigan is. And here's the problem. When you're playing so many cream puffs on your schedule, week in and week out, you never hit adversity. You're never battle-tested. They're going to go to Penn State and get in an environment that's going to be absolutely sensational to watch it overall. The pageantry is going to be there. The crowd is going to be screaming. And in the first quarter, Michigan's like, wait a second. We just hand the foot. We used to get 11 yards every time on this play because we play the little sisters of the poor. Now we're playing an actual football team here. Oh, my goodness. We actually have the game plan this week here. You're lulled to sleep. I'm just waiting to see what Michigan is going to look like because if they go into Penn State and hammer them 42 to 10 like they've been doing everybody else, I'll say, you know what? Yeah. Michigan is truly legit. But as of right now, if you are a Michigan fan, a Michigan booster, a Michigan backer, you bought season tickets, this has to be the most disappointing season of all time because you don't even get any enjoyment from playing the freshman squad every single week. Man, I'm going to keep pounding it at home, too. You know, if anybody's ever played high school football, you know what we used to do as the varsity? The freshmen would line up and give you a look on the goal line here, and they'd be like, look, I don't want any piece of this. I'm 5'2", 130 pounds. You know, you're 5'10", 205. Just run the ball into the end zone. That's the equivalent of what Michigan has been playing so far this season. The varsity versus the freshman. It'll be interesting once you get varsity on varsity, which, again, doesn't take place till November 11th. I can't even believe it. I mean, Donnie, I think it's pretty crazy to say Michigan fans no. aren't enjoying a perfect 7-0 no, no. start with it. three straight covers and blowing out teams. All right, well, listen, they're the favorites to win the Big Ten. They have one of the odds-on favorite prices to reach the college football playoff. I think Michigan fans are A-OK. But, Donnie, let's look at some of the other teams in those national title odds outside of the top two. Florida State, the odds-on favorite to win the ACC, plus 850. The Mays and Blues' biggest rival, Ohio State, with a huge showdown this week. 
weekend against Penn State. The Bucks plus 900. The Nittany Lions 13 to 1. And sandwiched in the middle, it's the Washington Huskies at plus 950. Oklahoma 15 to 1. Alabama 17 to 1. Texas not far away at 18 to 1. And Oregon remains at plus 3,300. Donnie, that's the top 10 prices to win a national championship at this moment. And then there's a pretty hefty fall off to where things stand this year in college football because after Oregon, you go all the way down to 60 to 1 for North Carolina, 80 to 1 for USC, and then you're talking 101 to, and longer for LSU and the rest of the country. Yes, it's a little bit up in the air in those top nine prices, Donnie, but still, when you look at where things stand, the cream is rising to the crop in college football once again. Yes, and it's great. And also, this is probably the last time we're going to be talking about, okay, look at these playoff odds and what the price points are. Why, as you said, Ben, we go to 12 teams. So uh, the week-to-week action is still going to be tremendous every week in the NCAA. But the fact of the matter is you can lose a game, and yes, you could probably lose two games as long as you're in a Power 5 conference to make it into the playoff. I can't wait to let that start. But if we're just trying to play it based on what we anticipate this year, just a Final Four, there's some intriguing teams out here. I keep talking about Penn State here. Wasn't high on them coming into the season. Didn't know what we get out of a new quarterback change they look every bit the part and florida state this is what we expected here we thought florida state even more so than clemson would be the most talented team in the acc and here they are providing that to us but one of those teams where sometimes you have like a b team right you know my miami hurricanes fan they're obviously not going to do any damage in the national title race i watch washington i'm so intrigued by that team and this coming from a bona fide card carrying pac-12 hater that now looks at the pac-12 and getting enjoyment in its final year of existence so for me, I'm looking at Florida State, Washington, and Penn State to come in there and crash yep. that party of the normal blue bloods that are in there. DRS, it's a great point. When you look at FSU, minus 130 to make the college football playoff, there are three teams that have a minus money favored price to get in. Georgia, the best, minus 190. Michigan, minus 145. The Knowles, minus 130. Washington, the favorite to win the Pac-12. If they can do that with one loss or less, I believe the Huskies will be the first Pac-12 team since Washington did so back in 2016 to reach the college football playoff. It would be huge for the Pac-12 in its final year of existence. Oklahoma, fresh off the Red River rivalry, had a bye last week. OU back in action. The schedule easy for the Sooners to get to a Big 12 title game. The same for Texas. Might we see a Red River rematch the opening weekend in December for a Big 12 championship. And Donnie, Penn State, it's a great point. Plus 270. Why do I highlight the number? It is very similar to every price on Penn State. Plus 270 to make the college football playoff. Plus 250 to win the Big Ten East. Plus 280 to win the Big Ten title. Why? It's pretty much can the Nittany Lions win a Big Ten championship? Can they get past Ohio State this year? We'll find out Saturday afternoon at noon Eastern time in Columbus in the shoe. The Nittany Lions, a four and a half point road underdog. They get Michigan November 11th, Donnie, like you mentioned, back in happy valley that is the test for the nittany lions it's why their prices are so similar really everywhere across the board and donna we talked about this on monday following a wild week seven weekend in college football michael Penix jr now an odds-on favorite the first time we have seen a minus price in the heisman trophy market this year minus 140 for the lefty signal caller for uw Yes, and he should be up there, but this is going to be a volatile market where you're trying to take some shots down the line. You know, UNC is going to be led by Drake May. If he has big performances down the stretch in the ACC, he'll get catapulted. The same thing with Jordan yep. Travis. This is week to week here and also in the Pac-12. No cakewalk here getting all the way through, but I love Penix. If you want to give me and say, Donnie, what's one quarterback you want to watch on a week to week basis here in college football? Penix is awesome, mm. man. Give him the Heisman. Let's go. No, no doubt about it. Two lefties, DRS, the two best prices, Dylan Gabriel at 9-1 to one as well. Undefeated regular season odds. Now, the four teams we mentioned, Georgia, Florida State, Oklahoma, and Michigan, all have a win total of 11.5. But how about the Air Force Falcons as they the start schedule? the Commander and Chiefs Trophy Series this weekend against Navy? Their starting quarterback, Zach Larrier, is out for a little bit of time. That is slightly concerning. WNBA Finals. Game four tonight in Brooklyn. A breakdown next. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Game number four of the WNBA Finals here in 2023 tonight in the Barclays Center as we end out our number one of the early line live right here on this Wednesday. DRS for the second consecutive time. The Aces one win away from their second consecutive WNBA championship. Brooklyn trying to stand up tonight for the New York Liberty. The Barclays Center, a difficult place to go and get a win. Can the Liberty force a winner-take-all game number five in this best-of-five WNBA finals? DRS the Libs tonight, a five-and-a-half point favorite at home in BK. What do they say? You got to bring out this Joey Crawford doing this game. Like, who's actually refing this to make sure we get it to a oh. game number five? Because that's what we need here. Minus five and a half. My, how things have changed from those first two games. It's like, oh, goodness, is this going to end in three? You get one yeah. injury here, a team that plays well in their home court with a chance to push it back to Las Vegas. I like everything about what I'm hearing here out of the Liberty tonight. Over under in this game, listen at 168 and a half. Typically in elimination type games, it might go a little bit under that total. But how are we looking at the aces here? Is this one of those where they come out in the first half and say, let's give it a good try. And if we're down 15 points, so what? We go back to Vegas. That's what I'm interested in watching this one. If I am betting this side, yeah. I do like the Liberty. But to be honest, if there's an angle for the Aces, I'm taking them in the first half with the chance of saying, mm. okay, if I win the first half, there's no guarantee that we're going to win the game all itself. But if I'm down at the half, I'm already looking about making my plans back on that charter jet to Vegas to see if we can wrap it up in the yeah. final game, which would be game five. Give me the Liberty full game. But if you are betting the Aces for it's only first half bet. DRS, think about the margins so far in the WNBA Finals. The Aces won game one by 17, game number two by 28. The Liberty keep their season alive in game number three, winning by 14. It's a superstar showdown. Again, Asia Wilson and Brianna Stewart, the last two WNBA MVPs. Asia last year, Stewie this year. Big news, though, for Becky Hammond and Las Vegas. Chelsea Gray, the starting point guard. Kia Stokes, both out tonight. She is the starting center for Las Vegas significant injuries DRS for the Aces will we see a winner take all game five we'll tell you a little bit later on hour two and 55 seconds Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing Uh, (laughs) that's definitely not a problem Uh, Reese's you did it you stumped this charming devil Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.